Good morning, everyone. I'm Nathan Goobler, and welcome to Subject ACT, where we talk about local affairs in the ACT. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the Guggen Gorn, and we were struggling with, well, I was struggling with the pronunciation, and uh, thankfully, I have two people who uh, know how to pronounce it far better than I do, but uh, they are holding a NADOC Youth Awards Night very soon, and they're here to talk to us about it, and also the good work that they do. So, uh, without further ado, I have Malcolm Towney and Amber Boodle in the studio. Welcome to Subject ACT. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Yama. So, um, you, uh, I'll need you to uh, pronounce the uh, the uh, corporation and also uh, just uh, give a little bit about um, the history of it and uh, what it does. Okay, first of all, I follow protocols. I'll introduce myself. And I want to uh, acknowledge traditional owners, and yep. which uh, we're on here today, pay respect to elders past and present, and also pay respect to an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander person that's out there listening to us, and plus all our non-Aboriginal brothers, and non-Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander brothers and sisters that are out there listening to us too. Yama, which means hello, everybody. And my name's Malcolm Towney. I'm a Wiradjuri man. I'm from Peak Hill, Central West New South Wales. We say... It's in between the dish and the zoo, if you don't know where geographically where it is. And if you don't know where that is, the dish and the zoo, we say Dubbo and Parks, and if you don't know where that is, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, as I said, I'm a Radjuri man, proud Radjuri man. I've been down this area for since 1990, and in my professional capacity, I work at Guggen Goldwyn. Yep, I can remember that. I'm the family support <laughs> officer. And Guggen Garwin in Radjuri language is little brother, little sister. Excellent. So, um, what kind of work do you do at Guggen Garwin? Garwin. 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 Yeah. Hopefully, I'll get there at the end of the, end of the episode. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. You will get there by the end of the day. I will tell you about a little bit about myself, but if Amber wants to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is yeah. Do you want to jump in and um, yeah, uh, introduce yourself, Amber? Oh, so my name's Amber. I'm the team support officer at Guggen Garwin. Um, what Guggen does is just enormous. Um, our programs and services, we have child, youth and family, we have mental health, we have drug and alcohol. Um, we have a reconnect program trying to address homelessness and education engagement. Mm. Um, some of the programs we run for the young people are young men's, young women's groups. We have a school holiday program. We have a street beat program targeting high risk vulnerable youth on Friday, Saturday nights. Yep. Um, Could be Thursday. Could be Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. But what we're funded to do and what Guggen does is two different things. We go the extra mile every single time. We yeah. use our discretion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. So um, the Youth Awards, which are going to be on the 6th of July, uh, but nominations close the 23rd of June, uh, what kind of candidates are you looking to uh, uh, apply for the awards? Um, the candidates are really for young people under the age of 25. But we really want to celebrate and recognise the positive contribution Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander young people make to the community because you're not seeing a lot of that. Mm. And it's also a night where the community comes together and celebrates and just be one. We yeah. have a lot of our deadly young people out there that display outstanding achievement in all aspects every minute of the day. And this is why we thank you for this opportunity mm -hmm. for yeah. us to come in here 
and 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 uh, we 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 where media portrays a lot of negativity around mm, Aboriginal mm. people, especially with our youth. Where you now we have this opportunity to to, to highlight what our youth has have, have out in the community, and the awards night recognises. It recognises. It gives us the opportunity to say, look, you've been so deadly. We want to give you something. Yeah, sure. And there are also um, separate categories as well for the awards. So I can see here education is one award, music, art as well. So you're like uh, a wide uh, range of talent that you're uh, trying to uh, uh, recognise here. Well, because there's a lot of strength in the community. and But, it, you know, it, people aren't hearing about it. Mm, you're mm. hearing about it today on this radio right now. But there is. There's enormous talent. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and uh, there's a sport aspect. We always excel in sport out there too, but there's an educational aspect as well. We just, we have a lot to offer. Mm. And our kids have a lot to offer. So let's recognise them. Yeah, for sure. And, and by recognising is is also, and we're bringing the family together as well. And we, we're, we're hold, hosting an event and we get hundreds and hundreds of people at this event. Yeah, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. hundreds of people. And it's not just because you're located in Waniassa. It's not just the Tuggeranong region. It's no, it's no. citywide. Yeah, yep. ACT. We ACT. service all of ACT. Okay. We even jump over the border. We don't have borders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking like um, Goulburn and yeah, uh, Queensland? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Even where I live. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So. Um, I noticed here that um, the theme for NADOC week this year is Our Languages Matter. Um, does that, uh, what, what does that mean to you, that theme? Our Languages Matter? To me, it's all about our identity when we talk about language. Our language is a huge part of our identity. So to bring back language is to bring back identity. Hmm. Our kids are lost. A lot of our kids are lost. They don't know where they're from. If they don't know where they're from, how are they going to go forward? And what I mean by go forward is who who they are, who they belong to, what what clan group they belong to, and this is where, and this is the the, the part of that colonisation process that was taken away from us. Mm. The, the 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 stolen generation, all that. I remember. Um, I don't remember. My 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 dad used to tell me that my grandmother and. And the earth system that used to talk a lot of language back home in the backyard of our of our house, and we weren't privy to that. We weren't allowed to to go near to near them because it was women women's business. And 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 I grew up not knowing language. Yeah, right. we know certain certain words, but to put a fluent sentence together, I struggle. But I can I can talk to other mob throughout um, New South Wales just through through certain words so if we had language and we and we could we could communicate effectively through that avenue with our own mob it would bring us back to to where we were and bring us more self self pride into who we are especially with our youth our youth lacks some self-esteem our youth unfortunately through 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 not through their own fault through um, through media, media has imposed a lot on, on mm. you. Mm. So let's let's bring back culture. Yeah, and that's what language and the legacy of uh, colonisation as well. The legacy of colonisation. The yeah. legacy of colonisation, unfortunately, doesn't rest well with us. But it needs to be the colonisation needs to be taught 
to our kids. Why and what happened? This is exactly what happened. Yeah. So do you do you find youth that come in aren't aware of the yes. legacy of? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So um, I, I, what, what's the not what's the mindset? At school. Then? It's not being taught at school. They yeah. want to hide what's happened. Uh, we if if we were if we were if we were taught the right things at school, I believe that we would there would be more appreciation as to why we don't celebrate certain uh, significant events in in Australia. I think history. I know what you're hinting at. Yes. Then. Yeah. And I, I've talked about it previously yeah. on um, a separate show. Um, did Guggen Gowen 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 Gowen? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, did uh, did you approach Australia Day in a certain way at the corporation and I apologise if you don't like the use of that word. I can call it Invasion Day if you'd prefer. Yeah. Um, did you um, approach it in a particular way, a more appropriate way? As an organisation? Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah, okay. Personally, I don't like to leave the house. Right, okay. Okay. That's, <laughs> idea, that's another subject. Yeah, sure. Okay, but, yeah, but it needs to be taught why yeah, these, absolutely. these events happen. Yeah, absolutely. And... Um, and also back to the language. Do you, um, I don't know, do you foster the learning of Aboriginal languages? Like, is there those services available? Like, even though you acknowledge that kind of a lot of the knowledge is lost around that? Um, there, there is a lot of knowledge that is lost around language, but we're slowly getting it back, um, investigating, and a lot of research has been invested in, in language and arts. Um, there, there are funding bodies, federally funded Again, it's all funded by uh, one even go there as well. But um, so there are opportunities for us to investigate and to research and to and to and to create programs where we can uh, have the opportunity to to, as you said, fostering language in at Guggen. And that's all, we've got. To, we've got. To, that's another program where do we have the resources? Mm. Yes, we'll create resources. Mm. But down here, because it's so diverse, as, I, as I'm not from here, a lot of mob are not from here, mm, mm. Um, where we would have to undertake none all language to a degree. And then, because I'm a Radjuri, there's 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 a Umbara mob down the coast. There's mob from WA. They're all over the place. Mm. Nungar's not there, so that that in itself could create a little bit of um, difficulty because. You, 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 and then you need the, the appropriate person to, to, to um, teach language. Yeah. So you find that um, how do you manage those difficulties in teaching uh, Aboriginal cultures when it is such a diverse range of uh, people from all different uh, nations? We follow protocols. There are a lot of protocols in place when dealing with Aboriginal people. Protocols as in we would approach the elders, the Ngunnawal elders here in ACT, and so we want to run this program, or, or and there are elements of it that may not be none all uh, specific, but the and could be an element of, of Rajuri, could be an element of um, Noongar. So and if we get the okay by then, well then we run the program. But any any teaching of culture, even in diverse culture, is is a benefit to our communities, to our, especially to our young people. Mm. Uh, what what other kind of issues do young uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people face in the ACT specifically? Amber, would you be able to reflect on that at all? Or if not, Malcolm can jump in. Racism. I think, yeah. yeah. There's um, 
inherent racism and um, there's there's also expectations already placed upon the young people mm. and it sort of sets them up to fail you know um, I think it really is building up their self-esteem and having those adult adult role models out there actually pushing them and promoting them mm. and endorsing what they do because they're great young people with great talent mm. um, you know like we do have a lot of different um, clan groups, nations in the ACT, um, and you know it, it's really hard. Mm. Um, but I don't think that the problems facing Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander are not just. They have more issues because of the racism and discrimination and that such low expectations. Mm. But you know they're still young people. They're still tr teenagers. They're still you know eight, ten year olds. You know finding themselves. Mm. But they need additional support because of those ex um, low issues and expectations. So, and that's what Guggen's there to provide, mm. is that advocacy and that support. So is that the main way racism is expressed in the ACT, is kind of just this low expectations of uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander youth? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's also direct racism as well, as in the name calling, the the colour of your skin, your, your, your financial, your socio-economic background, it's all that, that's the place. But I, I believe as well, this is my personal opinion, mm. with what faces our youth today, especially our Aboriginal youth, now there is also the, the influences that these young people hang with or these young people uh, associate with, I should right. say. Yeah. Um, and... We have a lot of role models out in the community. Okay? We are, and we have a lot of leaders in our community. Our role models and leaders need to devote their time to our youth. Mm. And and if Guggen's a tool or a mechanism that they can they can that they, they can go through, use us. Please, use us. We're always looking for somebody out there that our kids can relate to. That our kids can be a, that can be a positive influence on our youth. Mm. Uh, we're going to take a short musical break. You're listening to Subject ACT, and I'm here with Malcolm Towney and Amber Boodle of Guggen Garwin. That's it. Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I've still got half the show left, so hopefully I can uh, uh, keep it uh, correct. Welcome back to Subject ACT. I'm Nathan Goobler, and I am speaking to Malcolm Towney and Amber Boodle about Guggen Garwin's uh, Youth Awards Night, which is on Thursday the 6th of July. Uh, just want to quickly pick up on uh, what we we're talking about, about racism, because it's not just... A lot of people might just think it's just kind of name calling, but I was just uh, wondering, kind of the um, the corrosive effect that it has on the young people that you see at uh, at Guggen, Amber. Um, it's, it destroys their self esteem. It destroys their cultural identity, and it also has a generational impact because Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders have legacy issues from previous government's policies and mm. processes. So again, it just builds and builds and, you know, embeds into all of that. And then our young people, when it directly at them, I mean, that's shooting down who they are as a person. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's a very soul-destroying thing. Mm. So there's a lot of work and there's a lot of great people out there that are really pushing for our young people. Mm. And that's what Guggen is there, 
you know, and if we're advocating and if we're, our programs or services are making a difference to one young person, then, yep, we've, we're brought it home. Hmm. Um, so drawing it back to the awards, um, the criteria uh, include overcoming a challenge uh, in order to uh, succeed and uh, bring, you know, positivity, which is one of the, um, the aims of Guggen. Um, what, what kind of challenges uh, are you thinking and what kind of, um, you know, uh, overcoming of those challenges have you, have you seen and uh, would you expect of nominees? Um, overcoming a challenge can be a wide thing. It could be um, a form of a disability, whether it's physical, psychological, fu- you know, um, functional. Um, it, it also could be, you know, we have one of the highest um, rates of removal of Aboriginal and Torres Strait mm. Islander children in the mm. ACT. So it really? might be one of yes. our young people actually that have actually had to go through the system and be removed from their family and their culture, mm. but they're still achieving. Yeah. They're still being, showing that resilience mm. and, you know, you being true to themselves. Academically or sporting <laughs> or art or anything. <laughs> They're overcoming challenges. We overcome challenges every day. Um, And can can you uh, remember any past uh, winners of the award that have shown that resilience? Um, It's funny. You you watch these young people. You know, you meet them two years ago, and you're still seeing them transition and grow even now, and it's fantastic. But some of them, you know, they have that um, cultural. um, loss of culture and you see them learning and embracing their culture and then um, loving their culture through dance and language and um, the adult um, the elders and the adult mentors so just watching them sort of blossom and develop as a young person mm. is just an amazing thing and yeah we've seen that with past award winners and we've also seen people progress with their sporting or their art Mm. And, the, and their leadership, and you know, go on to state and national levels. But this is the thing that's not being heard about. Mm. Uh, Malcolm, any? Yeah, look, um, it's not so much the awards, but we've had a lot of, lot of um, uh, clients. But I don't really like the word clients through Gurgan, um over the years because I've, I've just returned. I was there nearly ten years ago, so I've just returned back there as of December, and I've seen a lot of our, our former former youth that came through Guggen and some of them have been employed by Guggen now. Yeah. You know, so that's a challenge in itself where they they were a client but now they're employed. Uh, and they've moved on too and they and there's some of those those youth that um that are that are that are in the public service or have found some employment out there. So their challenges in itself where these youth were were so called um, at risk by um the some the the government agencies and so forth, but a challenge, challenge itself where they've moved on through guidance mm. by Guggen, but themselves, themselves, they've just excelled, mm. and that's an that's a, an outstanding achievement there. But as I said, I've just moved back, and these wards have only just been operating from the last four years, I believe, okay. three or four years. Yes. But our 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 because that that award's not also. Incorporates there's a big disco and all that as well. I don't know whether disco is still a funky term around here or not, but um, <laughs> is it a disco or a dance, whatever? But th- that that's been happening for since ten years ago when I was there as well. Okay, 
Mm. And so that's going to be at uh, Namaji School, and I know you wanted to give a shout-out to that. Yeah, we'd like to say thank you to Namaji School, and also, yeah, please come along on the night, RSVP to myself and or Brendan. Um, our phone number is 6296-8900. But it is a massive event. It's a really good family community night to celebrate. And just, yeah, be a real positive vibe. And, you know, it's great to see the kids getting involved and, you know, then kicking back with some music and, you know, having a bit of a dance-off, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of a dance-off, all right, this is this, we're part of our, um, our young men's mentor group which I coordinate at the moment. And we're, we're undertaking dance. We've got that on the night, actually, with uh, Shawnee Carter. I hope you don't mind dropping your name there, brother. And Pete Williams, co-coordinator, and Dale Huddleston, who is our resident artist. We will be actually undertaking a performance in traditional dance at NAIDOC Week, uh, the NAIDOC, NAIDOC Awards. Myself... I've never performed in traditional dance. Oh, okay. Always wanted to. Yeah. And never had the opportunity because we didn't have that that um, learning growing up. We didn't have somebody to teach us dance growing up. Yeah. So now we've got somebody that's going to teach our young, our youth, our young males, our young men, and we're going to uh, put on the ochre, really put on a good show, and I'll either pull a hammy or. <laughs> <laughs> Or do a knee. But I'm going to give it all 100%. So, so, that's, so that's a component too. See, so that's, that's part of our cultural learning where our youth are going to be put on performance. It's a short period, but they're going, they're, they will excel. And that's another outstanding achievement and, yeah. and some cultural practices from our young men's mentoring group. Yeah, sure. Uh, just before we wrap up, uh, Malcolm, you were saying before in the break, uh, really wanted to emphasise the positives mm. that Guggen is all about emphasising positives rather than dwelling in, you know, the the negatives that like we can go on about yeah. uh, for for hours if we like. And that's but, what media yeah. does. Yeah, of course. Certain yeah, so media. I won't say you guys. No, well. <laughs> I, w- I, I, as someone in the media, would like to push back against that and, uh, yeah, just allow you to um, talk about uh, Guggen's attempt and uh, mission to inject positivity in the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander community in the ACT. Well, our motto is participate, in, engage and grow. We participate in community, we engage in community, we make it, and, and we're trying to um, encourage our community to, to grow as well. We, as I said, we... we, we we run certain programs, we coordinate certain programs, the Young Men's Mentor Group, and we focus in a lot of emphasis on cultural practices uh, this year. And as we, as we um, said before about the lack of cultural <coughs> identity in <coughs> our youth. <coughs> but we also do Street Beat, and that operates from the Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday, but maybe Thursday, 7 11. We hand out condoms and we hand out anti drink spiking kits. And it's well received within the within the, all the boundaries of Canberra and all that as well. So that's mm. that's what. But we have about sixty kids that come, or youth, young men, young women, that come through Google nearly every day, as in the drop-in centre. Yeah, we supply we supply some food, we we, we feed them and all there. But it's a safe zone. It's a comfort zone. They mm. feel mm. they just they come there, they play pool, they muck around, they do what you do what kids do, and then. So and uh, and at about twenty percent of that are Aboriginal. So 
we have anybody. We don't discriminate. Anybody can come into our centre. And that's one thing that we emphasise. Come in, learn about Coogan. And this is what we want to bring, um, the awareness out there as well with other agencies and so forth. They just came from an interagency meeting not so long ago with all our workers and our CYFS workers. None of them knew that we existed. And we've been operating for over 24 or five years. Mm. Okay? And that's alarming. Mm. And we, we, we get ourselves out there. Mm. We put ourselves out in the, in the, in the public. And if people are operating, if people are dealing with Aboriginal youth and families, they should be, they should know where Guggen and know about Guggen. Mm. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, Malcolm. Uh, would you just but be able to quickly say where Guggen is? We're at Arendale. They're in uh, Waniasa, but Arendale, we're just near the PCYC, we're in Grattan Court, and we can be contacted on 62968900, but please, if you're ever in the area, if you see us wearing the Guggen, Garwin clothes, please drop in, say hello. Give us a shout out. Yeah, and if you're ever in the, you know, if you've got the opportunity to promote our services, promote our services, yep. because we do a fantastic service to our families, to our youth, especially our youth and our community. And when I say our community, I don't mean just the Aboriginal community, I mean the community of Canberra and surrounding regions. Thank you so much, Malcolm Tony, uh, Towney and Amber Boodle for coming in from Guggen Galwin. And uh, you can listen back to this episode on SoundCloud. Just type in to xfm.org.au slash listen. Uh, like us on Facebook and uh, tune in after this for ACT at Work. Thank you. Yama. Thank you.